Welcome to our new micro podcast series, where authors answer four questions provided by the Journal of Neurophysiology's Editor-in-Chief, Professor Nino Ramirez. Hi, I'm Jamie Jones, your host, and I hope you enjoy this new series. Sit back, relax, and take a listen. Hello, my name is Alexander Zero, and I'm a co-lead author of Motor Unit Firing Rates in Young and Very Old Adult Males During an Isokinetic Fatiguing Task and Short-Term Recovery in the Anconius Muscle, along with Eric Kirk. I'm a PhD candidate in the School of Kinesiology at the University of Western Ontario under the supervision of Professor Charles Rice, the senior author of this paper. Eric is currently a postdoctoral fellow at Case Western Reserve University in the Department of Neurosciences. Co-author Kevin Gilmore is now a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Toronto Department of Surgery. Older adults over 70 years have less muscle mass and accompanying lower muscle strength than younger adults. We were interested to explore whether there is a difference in how the motor unit output responds to a fatiguing task between young and older adult males during a series of repetitive shortening contractions. Prior studies comparing motor unit output during a fatiguing task between age groups had only been done with isometric contractions. Motor unit firing rates were recorded from a small accessory elbow extensor, the anconius muscle, during repetitive maximal elbow extension contractions until a 35% loss in power. For these fatiguing contractions, movement velocity was fixed at 25% of the individual's maximal velocity. Therefore, both groups of young and old adults were contracting maximally at similar relative speeds. Our main findings were that young and older adult males were not differentially affected by alterations in motor unit firing rates during repetitive contractions. That is, firing rates at the muscle that correspond closely to the timing of spinal motor neuron firing rates declined similarly in both groups in response to the repetitive maximal contractions. Additionally, during a 10-minute recovery period, motor unit firing rates and power recovered the same between age groups. These findings indicate that at the motor unit level, both young and older adult males are equally affected during this fatiguing task. Thus, inputs to a fatiguing muscle during the specific dynamic contraction task are similarly regulated independent of age. We recorded muscle fiber action potentials using small, fine wires inserted into the muscle which are representative of motor unit firing rates during voluntary contractions. To record motor unit activity, intramuscular electromyography was used. Specifically, sterilized insulated stainless steel wire electrodes of 102 micrometer diameter were hooked and inserted into the anconius muscle through the cannula of a hypodermic needle. After insertion, the needle was removed and the hooked wires remained embedded within the anconius muscle. The wires are not insulated at the hook tip and therefore recorded electrical activity within a small area of the muscle. The wire electrodes are hooked to maintain a relatively constant position within the muscle. With this technique, we can record the same motor unit across multiple maximal contractions even when the muscle is actively shortening during a dynamic contraction. 
Specifically here, this was done to record the response of the same motor unit across time during the fatiguing intervention and subsequent recovery period. Unique features of the anconius muscle provide favorable recordings despite changes in muscle length during limb rotation. Prior to this study, the understanding of motor unit properties during a fatiguing task in adult aging was limited to isometric contractions. An isometric contraction is when the muscle shortens to produce force, however, the joint position is fixed. The dynamic contractions employed here, which induce joint rotation and greater muscle shortening, represent an advancement from past studies. These contractions are functionally relevant and allow for assessments of muscle power. However, during dynamic contractions, it is difficult to record motoring activity because there are more extreme architectural changes within the muscle during joint rotation. Because of this, in the present study, motoring at firing rates were assessed during slow to moderate contraction velocities. Therefore, one next step would be to record motoring and firing rates during a fatiguing paradigm consisting of different functional tasks, such as high or maximal velocity contractions with carrying levels of resistance, or during lengthening eccentric contractions in young and older adults. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Journal of Neurophysiology and produced by me, Jamie Jones. If you would like to hear our latest episodes, please visit the Journal of Neurophysiology's homepage.